When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my god. You've got all your charger gear on because I'm feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. It's the fans loved it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Do this is together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for the good content. Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, slowly recovering, sitting with my buddy, Kev, hugging Duggan. Oh, God, thank God you're back. I struggled so hard on that Friday episode without you. I don't know what I was doing. Left was How do left we was end right, this? right was left, any down was up, up was down. Any... I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> Let's not forget Kyle, the coach, Duggan. Yeah, thank God. It Me and Kevin could miss an episode. You can't. <laughs> no. Never again. <laughs> MVP, so bad for you guys. MVP. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, gosh, folks. Uh, yeah, this has been this has been a weird week for all of us, I think. <laughs> um, we've ups been, and downs. Yeah, lots of ups and downs. Obviously, we, we, we were riding high on the Sunday win. It was a short week. Thursday came around and I could not get out of bed. It was it was really a struggle bus for Wool Dog. I couldn't go to the game with my boys here and Craig, and I'm I, heartbroken that I couldn't do that. But man, that game, that stinking game. <laughs> We're going to get into it, folks. We've got lots to talk about. Obviously, the game, we've got some quotes, obviously an injury report to take a look at. <laughs> yeah, we didn't really talk about it much on the, fri- on the Thursday, <laughs> Friday episode. No. It was supposed to be a recap, but it was just emotional. Yeah, it was a glass case of emotions, is what a big glass case of emotion. Uh, and we've got an ask bolt fam lined up. Do we have a bolt insight and a fan and a fan focus? I didn't do the outline correctly, but okay. Hey, it's that kind of a week, folks. Let's start it off. Let's look at this game. This this game. (laughs) Oh man, Chargers twenty four, Chiefs twenty seven. Justin Herbert, 33 for 48, 334 yards, averaging seven yards a toss, three touchdowns, one one interception, two sacks, (sighs) QBR rating 62.8. So the boy balled. He was still a highlight. Yeah. Absolutely. The guy was playing out of his mind. What we learned is that Justin Herbert's a mean SOB and tough as nails. Absolutely. He's he gives honestly, we got a little bit of that Phil Rivers energy inside sure. Justin yeah. Herbert. And to see him 
not even be able to run for an easy first down. He's like, dude, this isn't worth it, and threw it away. Just kind of showed you how much pain he was in, and then come back and do what he did. Like, absolutely insane. One of the best throws of the year. After that injury, yeah, I think I think that's the that's the win out of the whole game. Is that that's a moment that galvanizes a team together? Um, Joe Burrow did that the year before. They were unstoppable and won a national championship in the bowl game the year before. Joe Burrow gets absolutely laid out. One of the hardest hits you'll ever see. This was before the elimination of the crackback block. He throws a pick and gets decleated. Yeah, gets up, runs off the field, finishes the game, and wins the bowl game. And oh, wow. everyone on the team was like, "Oh my god, this guy is a beast!" And I think that that's what we just had with Justin Herbert. I think it's a uh, the whole team's like, "Okay, yep, we're not sitting out games, we're not taking plays off. This is this is the guy. This is the this is what the team's about. Let's go get it." So we took an L. Now, the thing about this L that I've thought about, I've had some therapy sessions with my dad, which is <laughs> odd because he's like talking me through it. Yeah. Usually I'm like, it's okay, dad. It was one loss. The, the tables, the tables have turned. And he's like, look, buddy, <laughs> look very buddy. much like what my dad would say. Look, buddy. <laughs> look, buddy. It, mo- most of the time when we beat the chiefs in seasons past, it's because we got lucky with a pick six. It's because we got lucky with a bunch of turnovers and it were things that we can't replicate. Mm. Right. This beating that we put on them outside of the, the scoreboard, it's duplicatable. Our defense shut them down. Yeah, Our offense did. was moving the ball. There was a dumb little mistakes that we made that can be cleaned up. Right. And we can cons- I, we have a team that can consistently beat this team. Now, look, I know we lost. All the haters are going to say, well, we lost. We lost. I get it. I went through that whole phase of mourning as well. Yeah. I'm just saying that what we what we delivered is consistent. We can do that constantly because we have a solid defense right. and a, we have a better team. We didn't play better. We lost, but I think we have a better team. And that's that's what's exciting moving forward. This is we have 15 more games. This is a long season. Yes. Yeah. So there's a lot, a lot, a lot to be excited about, even though we took an L and the Raiders lost on Sunday. So that's just beautiful. Oh, that was and they nice. Were, Glowingly they were popping lost. champagne at the game yes. at halftime. Yes. And then one of their idiot fans slapped Kyler Murray and is now going to be charged. <laughs> they're like, there's a manhunt right now for him. <laughs> yeah, he's going down. Oh, God, they're so stupid. And there was something you said a little earlier. It's like the galvanizing of Herbert playing mm-hmm. through that, like, I wonder on the sideline, you know, Lindsley and Pipkins, what they were thinking at a time like that. Cause they had to step out because they had a, you know, an injury. Right. Yeah. Like, what does that do? Like, are you going to, going to, I'm sure there was some stress on their part, watching their guy get hurt because they weren't in there and continue to play. It's like, all right, guys, let's step up. It's time to step up. I'm the leader. I'm going to lead by example. And that's exactly what he did. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it was an important game. We knew that going this these first two games, we knew were going to be tough, not just because of the scheduling of a short week, but these are two division games. And to walk out of that with one and one isn't a bad thing. Obviously, we would have been feeling a lot better if it was two and oh, but the schedule is going to get drastically different here going into these next few weeks. Um, so I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not mad about it. You know, I'm mad about some of the play call or not the play calls, excuse me, the uh, the the flags, the the turning yeah. over the, of the or the 
turnovers that were interceptions actual turnovers. yeah yeah that could have possibly changed the outcome of this game but it's neither here nor there you can't really find it um let's look at some of the other stats here we've got the receivers mike williams eight receptions for 113 yards and a touchdown that one-handed touchdown that was so glorious i had to send it to you guys so He's you like, see yeah, the they replay. weren't sh- they weren't showing that replay in the stadium. No, I guarantee no. you that. I, I had to see it afterwards. He is, he does his best working. Yeah, like he, Mike Williams shows up every time he's in Kansas City and does crazy stuff. Um, and it, it just is so fun to watch, and it's consistent. You can count on him doing that every year, year in and year out. Yep. Yeah, Gerald Everett, six receptions, seventy-one yards. DeAndre Carter, three for 55, averaging 18 yards a catch. That's DeAndre Carter, man. He's something something yeah, special. Um, and that what's crazy, too, and you know who's not on this list is Keenan. You know, we, it would have been nice to have Keenan, but we were still moving the ball, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it wasn't like previous years where if he were in there, we wouldn't have been able to do anything. So having right. guys like DeAndre step up, that's huge. Big time. Yeah, and Austin Eckler getting 55 receiving yards as well. Um, on the rushing side, um, Austin Eckler was the leading rusher, 39 yards, averaging 2.8 yards a rush. Okay. Joshua Kelly, 22 yards on four carries, averaging 5.5. I'm telling you, these backup running backs, I think, are being big contributors this this last game. These guys averaging, you know, Kelly averaging 5.5 and Sony Michelle averaging 3.3. It was good to see that. You know, obviously, we still didn't break over a hundred rushing yards, but when no the, rushing touchdowns on the season yet. And no either. rushing touchdowns on the season fix, yet. We either. gotta fix this up pretty quick, I think. If yeah. we're gonna be our offense is gonna be as good as it can be, we really gotta fix this pretty quick. Yeah. I agree. Um and then let's talk about Xander Horvath. <laughs> who who thought wow. that we'd be saying that week too? Mr. Consistent. <laughs> let's talk about Xander. First running back Slash fullback with a touchdown catch in each of first two NFL games since nineteen forty two. Wow, what? that's yeah. World War Two. That's crazy. They they there was there was passing touchdowns in nineteen forty two. Apparently, it was just. I think they plays. just kicked that off the nineteen forty one season. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Congrats obviously they're breaking records. Obviously, that's crazy. A wild a wild game. Uh, Lots and I of was ups sit- and downs. It was funny with Xander because I we were I was sitting next to Craig and it was fun. We were going back and forth talking football the whole time. And Craig's like, "What do you think they do here?" I'm like, "Horvath touchdown." You can ask him this. I'm not making this up. I'm like, "Horvath, Horvath touchdown." Yeah, and it happened. That's and I was funny. Like, I, that was more of a joke response to his question, but it paid off. Well, week three, get ready to pull well, that ha, joke, ha, Horvath. <laughs> Out again. Week three, first touchdown. Let's go. Let's see if it. Let's see if we keep the streak alive. Um, yeah, that's that's one thing. Actually, we didn't really. I kind of skipped right over it. You guys actually got to go to the game. What was what was the experience like? Did you guys have any good memories <laughs> this game? Uh, yeah, be, no, tale of no, two two halves. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Kyle. No, I was gonna say that everything from the tailgate all the way through the first half, everything was awesome. I mean. The amount of people that we met there was incredible. There's a there's a mother daughter duo that put on a whole tailgate at Arrowhead in it's the like parking lot. Oh, wow. Yeah, they had a live DJ. They had there was a there was probably 40, 50 fans there all yeah. hanging out. It was Damn. solid. 
It was awesome. Damn. A couple guys with diehard bolt club patches on jerseys. Very and, cool. Yeah, it was that was incredible. And then for the most part, the the chief fans were they were pleasant, right? It was They're kind fun. of cordial. I think they were yeah. a little scared and yeah, let's, they, let's keep let's keep the peace for now type of attitude. Mm-hmm. Um things shifted after the game, but Kevin, what 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 about the in play? What did you think about watching the game in person? I loved it. Sitting, you know, sitting with you and I wish Bulldog would have been there, but you know, being able to do that. It was pretty cool because we we ran into Albert, which I don't know. Uh, he if you don't remember Albert, he went to a, the Browns game with yeah, Bulldog in one of our giveaways. Darn and we ran right into we him did. at the game. That's and so he, cool. Dude, he he was there by himself. Not only was he d- dedicated, was there by himself. It was his birthday. Oh, come on, so, Albert. So we were able to sc- scrounge up another ticket from our, you know, from Randy Sinkfield, one of our one of my best friends in the world. He he hooked us up and got a ticket to for him to come sit with us in the box and Let's it was go. awesome. So, so it was cool. cool. The connecting with fans and doing that was so fun and That's the awesome. game was f- the first half was amazing. Going to the bathroom, everyone was quiet. It was like, oh shit, we're screwed. Like, <laughs> like no one was talking. It was just like the Chiefs fans. Everything oh, was quiet. Was in John there. or anything like that. Nothing. That's good. That's good. And then after that, mm. let's just set set the scenario. So we, I made a mistake. I didn't know where the Ubers pick people up. So I was like, follow me, guys. I'll lead us out of this shithole. <laughs> Come a, along. In a, a semi grumpy very tired state like yeah. just we're marching this way we're, we're ma- march left, on left, march left, on right, yeah yeah and i made it made a wrong choice and i didn't take us in the direction of the uber so we we sat in one place waiting <laughs> for an uber to we, 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 hiked, we hiked about a mile weaving yeah. traffic over a highway it was dope. with no sidewalk just <laughs> no, straight in traffic we walked about a mile and a half to try to just get out of the stadium to get oh, picked God. up God, <laughs> didn't work didn't no. work and then we found a nice little place on this little grassy knoll next to where we thought people might come. But what happened is this basically became the funnel of people coming out of the game and leaving. So they were, you know, parked and waiting. So they had about five, 10 minutes to see these three Charger fans kind of sulking sad. They figured out what material they were going to bring us, drove by and <laughs> oh threw their God. best shittiest stuff at us. And it was uh, it really goes to show. Like I think when we walked out of that Raider Raider game, we weren't in Raiders fans' faces talking shit. No. It was like we were on cloud nine celebrating together. These Chiefs fans, man, they went out of their way to be absolute assholes. Mm. And the biggest thing that happened, we were walking back to the Uber, and Craig, we were in a single the, file. Our, line. our next, our next three mile walk, up next the three hill. mile walk to the actual <laughs> yeah, Uber, the place. other way. Yeah, and all of a sudden, I hear a. And it was, I come to find out, um, somebody had pulled out a taser and stuck it out their window Whoa. and like got really close to Craig and was sending it off yelling, bolt up. Whoa. And Craig like fell over, rolled his, like tripped over, rolled his ankle. It was, dude, a, it sucked. Um, to say that was like the worst experience I've ever had leaving the stadium. Wow. So, God, I, I, they're really chief, up in my, they're up fans. in my, Chief fans are very poor winners. They're they're decent losers. Like the game games you go and they lose, they kind of just they're fine to themselves and they walk out. When they're really bad winners, they really win. They winners. really right. rub it in. Act like yeah. you've been there before. Yeah, Jesus. come on, guys. Wow, yeah. well, so, that's terrible. Sorry to bring everything down, but those guys suck. Yeah, and I can't wait to kick some ass when they come to SoFi, and we won't do that to them. Even when we kick their ass, we won't treat them like that because that's. 
Mm. All right. Well, uh, this is your PSA for. Jim I'll need Chef to podcast. reach out to Craig and make sure he's doing okay with the. Uh, I think he's all right. It was. It was. Yeah, he recovered was, quickly. Did he? I mean, okay. it sounded a little worse than it was, but okay. there was a taser involved. <laughs> he yeah. added some. Added some imagery. Yeah. Some creative words. <sighs> Jeez. And some I would have been yeah. scared. There's a couple extra jujujus. It was more like a It was like two. I added like eight. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> there were <laughs> still jujus. How yeah, do you, you spell you that? Um, all right. Well, let's look at some of the post-game quotes here uh from Coach Staley on tight end Gerald Everett's effort displayed on the interception return for a touchdown. Coach Staley said that was just a tough moment. That's all that it is. It's just a tough moment. It's one of those unlucky plays in a ball game. I think that we'll learn a lot from it. In that sequence, we're trying to push the pace, force them to communicate after a big player. Uh, we're just trying to get down there and force that defense to respond after a big play. When that play doesn't express itself right away, I think that we can learn from it on both sides. Just a tough one. Obviously, that turned the tide of the game. That was a big momentum swing, but we'll learn a lot from it and we'll move forward. I thought Gerald completed at a really high level last night. He gave us a real chance in the game, and I'm really proud of how he is playing for us right now. That, that hurry-up thing was kind of, we talked about it. I, I still can't understand. Five days later, I've thought about it every single day. I don't understand a world that we live in that you go hurry up at the two-yard line and throw a pass. The whole season, anytime we go hurry up, you run the ball. Mm-hmm. Just run the ball. We haven't. We don't have a rushing touchdown. They're tired. They just ran up to the line of scrimmage. Give the ball to Austin Eckler and let him go try to do something. Yeah, right. And, and and Gerald Everett's working through an ankle injury from last week. It came out, so he's hurt. Oh. He just had this big completion. He's exhausted, and now we're gonna hurry up. Just take a second. There's no need. It's first and goal to two. That's just I I can't I can't make sense of it. You you tell me you're trying to push the pace. Don't push the pace in the red zone. You got to score. That's right. Yeah. That was so bad. That was uh, that was the game right there. That was yeah, that the was game. the game. That was yeah. it. They were dead. They were dead. They would have quit if we score right there. It's game over because then Pat has to throw. Our right. whole defense gets to shift into pick mode. We're going to bring a bunch of pressure because we know they have to throw the ball, and it's game. Like it's absolutely game over, and it probably gets ugly. We probably score two more times because they are going to become. We have to throw. It's just God. That's so frustrating that it was such a dumb. That was a legit coaching mistake, and I wish he would have just said we made a mistake. Um, let's see. Another post-game quote on Patrick Mahomes being kept contained in the pocket and performance of outside linebacker Joey Bosa and outside linebacker Khalil Mack. Uh, Staley said, excellent job. Mahomes is as tough as it gets. Uh, I thought our guys really comp- uh, really competed and gave us a chance in the game. I love the way we defended that football game. I thought our execution outside of a couple of plays talking about a couple of plays our execution was really good and then our physicality and toughness was where i expect it to be i thought that we really defended at a high high level last night it's weird man having a defense that's like what we saw like you watch that first half like our defense is i don't remember last time we had a defense like this it was a very strong presence and obviously there was a few times that we should have gotten takeaways and they got overturned by either you know a poor review or poor flag or whatever the situation might have been. Even so, you hold Patrick Mahomes and that Chiefs offense to 20 points. 
That's a win. That is huge. Yeah. I mean, I was talking to Chief fans before the game. They thought they were going to score 40 points. Yeah, mm -hmm. convinced. Like, they were sold that this was going to be a 40-point game. I was like, you guys are crazy. You played a <laughs> god-awful Arizona Cardinals team, and you think that you are the second coming of the West Coast offense or something. Right. Like, it's just, you, you need to chill out. Okay, this is not going to be that kind of game. Our defense is not what you're thinking it's going to be. And they played it outstanding outside of a couple little drops in the secondary. Right. Yeah. And that one big JC Jackson, which apparently was the blown coverage after the fact. There was supposed to be somebody over the top, I guess. Yeah. He and was then supposed I guess to be underneath. Drop down yeah. and try and cover Kelsey. I think it was Nas. So yeah, that is what those happened. But that we still are in that game. Even after that shit, we are still Even in that game. Even with that, you give up only 20. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, let's look over at the injury report. This comes from Adam Schefter. Chargers doctor caring for Justin Herbert's rib injury is being sued by former Chargers quarterback Tyrod Taylor, who was seeking at least $5 million after suffering a punctured lung in 2020, according to copies of the original lawsuit attained, obtained by ESPN. Anybody concerned now, about this? Tyrod, I thought Tyrod dropped this. Oh, he deep, he brought, probably brought it back when he left the Chargers. I'm sure the Chargers didn't want this out in the news and they probably kept it pretty hush hush. Um, but this is inevitable. The guy lost his starting job because of it. And then now was going to, I, I read a little thing about it. It's like, he was going now going to the market as a backup. He's not going to the, cause that was the last year of his contract. It's like, they, they screwed him pretty good. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can't imagine why he wouldn't sue them to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, the fact that our now <laughs> all be world quarterback also has a rib injury. How is he still our team doctor? That's my question. He might he be good at other things. Dude. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Our injury know. history just, has not been great. Our return to play has not been outrageously fast. I don't know why he's our team doctor. Hmm. I'm not. Petition? I'm not bothered with him being the Tom doc team doctor. I'm bothered Tom, with that he punctured either. a Tom long doctor. not that long ago, and <laughs> yeah. that's that. That's what we're dealing with with Justin coming up. He's going to have to get shots. Um, it just is what it is. So well, hopefully crossed. he's. Hopefully it scared the, this $5 million lawsuit. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to, you know, dot the I's and cross the T's on this injection. Here mm -hmm. we go. Measure twice, cut once. <laughs> That's um, right. <laughs> and then uh, Staley on quarterback Justin Herbert's injury status. Uh, Staley said Justin has a fracture to his rib cartilage. It's good news. Better than having a fracture of your bone in the ribs. But the CT scan did confirm that. He's day-to-day. -day. I think that we'll know a lot more about practice and stuff like that on Wednesday. Going to take the weekend, certainly, and the beginning of next week, Monday, Tuesday, to learn a lot more, but day-to-day. -day. I think he's going to play. Him toughing it out the way he did at the end of the game, I still think he plays. Like, he's not... He's that guy that... I don't know. He's just that dude. I just feel it. Sure. Like, him... To stick it out the way he did, He. You know, I just feel it. I don't know. Maybe it's the wrong move, too. Maybe he should take it a week off. But I just don't think it's the case. I just don't know how. It, honestly, I don't know how it's going to get better. It it takes. It's going to take four to six weeks of not doing anything for it to get better. So, I think you put a big Philip Rivers flat jacket on his ribs, cover those things up, and take it easy during the week, and hope he's hope, max protect. Okay, max protect. Yeah, get in you there. just pray against any contact to those ribs because I broke three ribs two or three years ago. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can't cough. You can't breathe deep. You sneeze, and you want to, you want to die. It's that bad. And it's everything you do. Every time you move or breathe. So thank God he didn't 
fracture a rib, but rib injuries are just no fun, man. It's, that's that's going to be tough. Don't expect any quarterback sneaks. That's off the table. That shit's done. Um, yeah, so... No more rushing on his behalf. I, I never want Justin Herbert to be hurt whatsoever, so no. rib injury is is not, not great, but I think he's going to suck it up and play through it, too. Yeah. Um, and then on the injury status of Corey Lindsley and Trey Pipkins, uh, Staley said, I have good news on Corey. He should be ready to practice at some point next week. He just had a knee kind of near the quad part of the knee, the bottom of the quad where the knee meets. Uh, he had to have an injection to calm it down, but he should be able to practice at some point next week. Then Trey Pipkins, it was not an ankle. It was more of a foot, like a lateral foot sprain. He's also day-to-day, but good news on him. It's similar to Joey Bosa's deal last year is what I'm told. Sounds like these guys could have kept playing on Thursday. I don't want to call out toughness because these are tough mofos. At least Corey is. Right, at least Um, another team captain, yeah. So, I don't, yeah, it's hard to say, but we need them back. It's essential to, to, if they can't, if these guys can't play, then I think as a coaching staff, you need to look at, all right, who's playing quarterback against these Jags? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then on if uh, he is optimistic that Herbert will play in week three versus Jacksonville, Staley said, I think that we received good news in terms of what the CT scan expressed. I think that that's good news. Playing quarterback, you don't want it to be to the bones. You want it to be a fracture of the bone. The fact that it's cartilage is a good sign. But again, it's just going to come down to comfort. It's such a rotational position. We're just going to have to make sure that he's comfortable. We're not going to know more about how he feels until later on in the week. Let the weekend calm down. Then the first couple of days of next week, and then we'll get into game week. I think that we will have a lot better sense of how he is feeling. So, and how is that not a roughing the passer, by the way? I went back and watched that clip again. How is that not roughing the passer? They just got so lucky, man. They just got so lucky on so many calls. It's crazy. Yeah. Hard to say. Can't, uh, I mean, hard to say what, you know, why was Bryce Callahan the one that took the flag <laughs> when he was the one that got thrown to the ground? Got yeah. yeah. Don't, don't lose your mind going down that rabbit rabbit hole. All right, Can't. I'll stop. I'll stop. Go right I'll stop. right to Wonderland. You'll be I'll Kevin stop. in Wonderland. <laughs> um, well, let's see. So next week, it's going to be Jaguars week, folks. And none other than Blonded Surfer from Reddit is going to be representing us in our seats. Blonded Surfer, thank Hercules, you for taking Hercules. over. That's Taking right. over the charge of chat seats, keep them comfy. Let them hear you. That was not a giveaway, by the way, in case no. anyone's no. like, oh, what did yeah. I miss? But wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we put them up for sale and Blonded Surfer hit us up and Picked he's going. Lickety split. Rolling, rolling in. We appreciate yes. you uh, representing for us there, dude. We yeah, really absolutely. Do. Keep 307 safe for us, please. Yep. Um, and in the meantime, folks, if you want to go on over to chargechat.com, check out all the cool stuff we've got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other members, other Charger Chatteteers in our members section and ask questions and ask Bolt fam. So go check out ChargerChat.com. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. 
Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, gang. Well, now it is time to go on to the next segment. It is Bolt Insight. Let's see who we are going to incite this week. As soon as that clock starts, your ass mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. You know, the goal is to just keep it rolling. Come in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we're back with another Bolt Insight, and we are super lucky to have Caleb from the Thunderbolts drumline. What is going on, Caleb? Let's go, Bolt Nation. Come on. I love it, dude. Your energy. We were talking a little bit before we started. I was like, dude, I need this. After a loss like that, like I need this energy. And it's so fitting you're in the drum line. You're getting me pumped up with that and this. I mean, come on. It comes with the territory, man. Like I am I am thirsty for football. I was thirsty before the season. We're right in the middle of it. Like I'm, I, hoo, 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 I'm ready for this, man. Let me tell you. I love it. Let's roll. Um, all right, cool. Let's find out. We got to ask you, man. How did you become a Charger fan? Uh... It's a good question. Um, my dad, it's my family, man. Like, uh, he came from the Midwest. He was, I think he grew up either a, like a Vikings or green Bay fan. He never really liked to talk about it, but I think, I think Vikings, I, I, I saw his eye went. So I said, Vikings, right. <laughs> okay, one time, gotcha. but no, he, uh, came out here, moved to San Diego. And then I was born in San Diego and it just, it's natural. Like I couldn't even think about it, but yo, um, I will say, so my, my fandom was up for grabs when they moved to LA and I'll okay, tell you why. Switch, I, was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, you know what I mean? Like it, everybody felt it. Everybody was like, ah, and I was sure. a San Diego guy. And I was like, Hmm, do I still have to be a fan? I, I, I don't know. I, I love football. So I was like, I was, I was toying with the saints, but then I was like, Hey, let me, let me do the, let me do the chargers drum line. Cause like my buddy runs the drum line. So like he has a, a company and we do that. Right. So I went to the first game as a charger, like Thunderbolt. And I was there in a Jersey. They made us jerseys for us and everything. And I felt like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. All right. This is sweet. And we're at that small little stadium. And then they gave us free time to go like watch the game for a little bit in between sets. So I went and watched the game and like a bunch of the people are football fans. Most of them are chargers fans, but like, I'm a die hard. So like I was watching the game and like, I was just watching and then rivers through something great. And I was like, yes. Yeah. And then like rivers through like a pick. And I was like, no, and like I had all these feelings and I went, Oh, you can't, I'm still a fan. It's part I, of you, man. I, you can't, you can't get rid of it. It's right here, man. I can't, I cannot get rid of it. So no, yeah, that's, it's, it's my family. That's where I, I got to stay there. You know, talk about the ultimate, like recruiting by the chargers to get you on the drum line, just to solidify the diehardness. When we're going to LA. Oh, it, it, and when they asked, when they, when my buddy was like, Hey, we're going to be the Chargers drumline. Do you want to do it? I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> football <laughs> games. And I kind of get paid to be there. Well, that's silly. That's kind of the dream. Yeah. But you got to think about it like this though. Like when they asked, I realized like once we got so far and we started seeing games, like, like the Browns game, 
Yeah. Like last year's Browns game. When I was there watching the game, like you got to understand, like I play drums. And so I love playing drums. Right. And I watch football and I love watching football. So then when something amazing happens on the field and I've got a drum in front of me, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's kind of like the dream. So like, I'm just kind of beating that thing and it feels natural. Like, Ooh, it's a good feeling, man. I'm telling you. That's fantastic. So tell us a little bit more about Thunderbolts and what you guys do. Cause we see you all the time. We, I've seen all the social media of you guys at all the major events and like fan fest and all this crazy stuff. Tell us a little bit about what it's like being a part of the Thunderbolts. Dude. Uh, we get hit up every week for a new gig and something new. And I try to jump on every one of them. I work, I worked in nine to five, obviously, but like every chance I get, like I'm trying to put on the powder blue and I'm trying to be out there with the fans. Like I'm Honestly, we play something, we finish playing something, and I'm like, I yell at fans, go to the games, be there, be present, be loud, let's be a team. Like, I, I'm ooh, I'm trying to just, I'm drumming up all the fans. I'm trying to get them up all the time. Ooh, sorry for saying drum up. <laughs> hey, I love puns. I'm a pun guy, so I'm, I'm all about that. Let's go. Uh, yeah, so, so, so like what, I guess the idea of like being at a game, being that close to everything, and then, you know, the love of your team, but also you get to, playing it because i remember in high school i we had a drum line that would come out and we would be in our locker room the lights would be off and they would just start going i've never felt so pumped up i get goosebumps i have goosebumps right now just talking about it thinking back to that like there's nothing quite like a drum line getting you pumped up for anything let alone football for me drums and football go hand in hand man like every time i'm wearing the outfit and i'm like there on the field and i like we do uh the pregame kind of thing and so we'll go out there and we'll play charger drum line and then we'll set up and like the 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 two lines you've been to the games you know they yeah. set up in the two lines and then like the team runs past us and they call out like yeah. some like one of the lines and as they're running through like that's every performance is honest man i am i am real man because they are i'm as pumped as they are like i'm so jazzed to see them and i want them to feel that see if they can get some of this energy see if we can mix it up a little bit like i hope they get something from us man i really do i've oh they they deserve everything good from us. That's all I'm saying. You That's know? awesome. Well, we appreciate everything you do because I get pumped up. And I'm curious, like you obviously get access to things and people that most of us don't. Was there anybody cool you've met while being a Thunderbolt? So I've done plenty of gigs and like I've been pretty starstruck. Like I've I've met some some Charger players and and it's always wild, like getting a picture with them. But like, you know, they're always like, ah, all right, he's a fan. All right. You know, and I get it. You know what I mean? I respect the, the but like one time Snoop Dogg was at the, at the game. Cause I'm pretty sure he's a fan of the chargers, yeah. which I, whew, come on, let's Him go. and Keenan and like, are like buddies, I think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So like he was at a game, right. And it was like pregame we're doing stuff. And during the season, like when we're walking to and from someplace, we play a groove called funky drummer. Come on. Mm -hmm. And like, when I play it, like it's always like bottom drum. It's like the big bass drums playing it. And then everybody else is just playing on top of it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm normally the, the big bass drum. So I was like standing there on the field and like, we, and normally I play like uh like drop it, like it's hot, you know, like doom, 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 you know what I mean? Like I just yeah. lay that kind of down as we're just walking to clear space and let people know we're here. Well, I'm standing on the side of the field and I've been playing this for years now. Right. And Snoop Dogg's walking by and I'm looking at him and the whole drum line staring at him. <laughs> and he looks at me and he starts doing one of these. He's like, like conducting kind of thing. Oh, and shit. I just pointed at him like, yes, sir. You know what I do. And then he, and then he starts walking over to me and I was like, okay, oh, all my right. God. All right, let's go. He starts walking up to me as he walks up to me. He goes, Hey man, you know, drop it like it's hot. And I went, 
this is my moment. This is, this is my, this <laughs> my, is my time, time to shine. And I laid it down. I wasn't supposed to be drumming at that time. Like nobody gave me the okay. But when Snoop Dogg asked to hear his beats, you, you got the okay. And I laid it down for him. And he started to give me like a couple of these. I was like, <laughs> no way am I holding down a groove for Snoop Dogg right now. Like this is happening. And like, uh, he, he gave me a compliment afterwards. I was like, oh, thank you, Chargers. Wow. Man. Talk about it. It's real here, experience, man. Oh. Dude, that's insane. Um, that's so cool, dude. And then, let, you know, let's wrap it up with this. It was so awesome meeting you, Caleb. I, I look forward to meeting you in person at some point here. But you know, some Justin Herbert, we're talking a little bit about the Herbo and, you know, dealing with some pain and you had brought up a good point. You were doing a little research about it. Tell us a little bit about some of the things you were kind of like trying to get some more insight in on, on Justin. Totally. Totally. I was looking into like the ribs and like, like, uh, and the cartilage fracture and like how that works. And like, they said like, it takes cartilage a long time to heal because of like, you know, the blood flow doesn't get to it. Like a like, like a regular cut wood on the finger kind of thing. But he also said the same doctor also said that like Philip Rivers, had this happen to him every now and again, he would have an injury of this caliber and it would hurt. They'd throw an injection at him and he would go out there. Like nothing was wrong just to prove a point, just to say, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm here yeah. to do this. So like, honestly, the way that Herbert's proved himself up until this point, I have no fear. I really don't like the, how strong our defense is playing, how, how, how clearly elite they are, our, our special teams is something I know, right? like that's not something chargers talk about. We don't talk about our special teams being something. And, and, and with, with Herbert, I don't, I don't worry, man, even a backup quarterback. I don't worry about Daniel at all. Like this, yeah. this line can take us places. Yeah. I got all the hype in the world for this group, man. No problem here. Come I'm, on. I'm with it. All right, cool. Last thing, um, score prediction chargers, Jaguars this upcoming Sunday. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to do anything this time, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to put it at, uh, Let's go 28 to three. We'll hold them back, dude. Let that defense do the job. Defense is pissed the way they got, you know, didn't, they were dominating that last game. It's not, they're going to show up, I think. I think you're onto something. I'm I'm gonna put it over uh, over three slams from Derwin James. That's what I'm gonna <laughs> say. He's gonna, he's gonna have four suplexes at least. I love it. That's a, that's a great betting line. I'm sure Vegas might pick that up. That's good. So I'm surprised if they didn't. <laughs> all right, man. Right, Caleb, it was a pleasure meeting you, man. Thank you for your time, and uh, hopefully keep up the awesome work. Keep us hyped at games. We can't tell you how much we appreciate that. Come out to the games, everybody. This is I'm speaking to to Bolt Bolt Nation here. I want everybody to know. Come out. We're proud. We're loud. We're good people. We're the best fan base in the world, man. Let's support these guys. They deserve it, man. They're too good. Let's do it. Amen. All right, brother. Well, thank you so much for your time, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you. Later, brother. I'll, I'll have whatever Caleb's having. Um, Let me up. <laughs> that guy. Man, you were you were going a mile a minute, man. No wonder you're on the drum line. You gotta you keep have to the, be you have to be you like keep that, that to be rhythm a going, yeah, regardless yeah, of whether or not you got, you got a drum in your up. hand. That was my <laughs> so first. Cool. That was my first interview, and I went in like, okay, time to do these interviews. Can't wait to meet these guys, but I'm like, I'm a little down. And he shot me I through the tell. roof. I was I like, all right, cool. it's going to be a good night. It's still cool to be in the Chargers. Yeah, here we yeah. go. That's right. Dude, that is so awesome to be on the drum line. And, and Snoop that Snoop Dogg story, you to, come yeah, on. That's insane. I don't that's know cool. how it gets much that's better than that. That's insane. Yeah. Um, well, dude, Caleb... Keep the Thunderbolts going, my man. This the, they're so much fun to we watch. We hear you. We hear and the drum line. We it, absolutely hear you. We up feel at 307, it. It adds so. a cool element to the to the so to SoFi Stadium for sure. Big Goose, time goosebumps. Big time. So thank you for coming on and chatting with Kev. We really appreciate it. Um, let's move it on to the next segment. It is fan focus. 
Let's get some fans into focus. Focus. All right, guys, we are back with another fan focus, and we are super lucky to have Taylor from LA. What's going on, Taylor? Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. It's good to see you. We met at Thunder Alley at week one, and yes. we, you're coming on. We're so excited to have you. And uh, yeah, so let's kick this bad boy off the way we always do. How did you right. become a Charger fan? Birth. Um, <laughs> my, dad, uh, my dad was a Chargers fan, and um, I guess as a way to bond with him, I started wanting to, you know, of course, I'd little kid wants to be like their, you know, have things with interest. And my brothers were all into motorcycle riding and stuff. And my dad was as well. So I wanted something that I could bond with my dad over. And sorry, my roommate's dogs. Um, and for me, that was football because my brothers had no interest in football. And it's funny because my brothers still don't have any interest in football. I'm the only girl and I'm the only one that's interested in, in football now. So it's cool that um, that was able to be my bonding thing with my dad. And now my dad gets all his Chargers updates from me. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And it's cool, too, because you're, you know, part of Die Hard Bowl Club. It was so awesome. You were part of one of our videos and you, you yeah. did an interview for us, which was amazing. You know, so what's it like being a part of like the Die Hard Bowl Club? Because I love it. I've, I'm new to it, but I love it so much. I mean, I it's it's family. It's having a support system, um, even not only when it comes to just like, you know, a, of course, it's fun to have people, especially, you know, we have individual charger, uh, chapters and have people in like your area and stuff to be able to connect with. But even there's people, I mean, I'm friends with people in San Diego, i.e. Um, DHBC, Texas. Well, I mean, not Texas, oh, sorry. That DHBC is Denver. That jersey is amazing, by the way. Yeah. Caliborn yeah. Bree on Twitter. She's amazing. Um, I mean, she made me this jersey. She's DHBC. Uh, she's Denver. I don't know why I said Texas. But I mean, I'm friends with some of them in Texas. Like you make these connections with people all over the world, um, which is really cool. And like I said, they become not only somebody to talk to chargers with, uh, somebody that I could talk about real life events and real life um, happenings with and actual, you know, if I need somebody a shoulder to cry on for something, like there are people that I could reach out to. And it's, I think it's really cool. You really build not only, like I said, this fandom and someone to celebrate the chargers with, but also somebody to really share your life with, like your life moments with. Um, so it's, I think that's probably the coolest part. That's amazing. Yeah, I felt the same way, 100%. And let's talk a little bit about it because we all know, you know, we are all diehard Justin Herbert yeah. fans. Justin Herbert, the game on Thursday. How were you feeling when he I went down? What, I, what were you feeling? I started crying. Oh, and no. uh, I was actually at a DHBC watch party in San Diego because even though I'm in LA, I went to go support San Diego. And uh, I started crying in the middle of the bar. I started tearing up and crying. Wow. And, stuff. and then um, then he went back in and I was like, it's okay, it's going to be okay. And then I started crying again after the game. Um, that's my that's my man right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, and no, and it's honestly, um, I was really scared. Um, because not only, I mean, not only do I want, don't want to see an injury on any NFL player, our season, like we're in such a good spot and we have such good um, chances this season. Like I know, you know, we're all every year, like this is our year, but this year, like just feels special. Yeah. Um, our defense is just as special and stuff. Our offense is special. And, you know, to have someone like Justin Herbert go down, not only is it hurting Chargers fans, like I think around the NFL people were like, you know, be okay. Um, and so luckily, I mean, he's only going to be out a little bit. I think there's a chance he might play Sunday, mm -hmm. which um, I hope uh, not. I, you know, think Chase Daniels is a great guy, but he's not Justin Herbert. That's for sure. Herbert. But 
honestly, like he's such a tough son of a B. You know what I mean? He's very, he's, he's got, he's got Rivers vibes. You know what I mean? Like he's got that Rivers, Rivers thing. Remember when Rivers would play with um his, uh with his, uh the Patriots game. Yeah, his ACL. Yeah. Yes. His yeah, ACL. same thing. Apparently, apparently he had um he had similar issues with his ribs for his whole career. So I just like seeing that. I didn't want to see that happen to him, but it gave me like we have a real dude that is gonna fight for us but no matter what. When he went back in, I like never thought that I'd be yelling to take out Justin Herbert, but I'm yeah. like, take him out, like yeah, he himself. Especially that that when he could have run for it, and he yeah, you're just like, oh, you're like you. I was sad. It was rough. And I was there and it was like every like everyone was yelling at us after the game, like, how's his ribs? How's Herbert's ribs? As we were walking out of the stands. So it was extra for me because I was like, oh, get away from me. My voice hurt. You know what I mean? Why are you like, I don't care who it is. Like, I, you know, I don't joke about like, I don't want to joke about a player's injury. Exactly. Like. It's just trashy. It's just trashy. So, all right. Well, let's, you know, ho- he's going to be good. It's not broken. It's cartilage. He's going to be okay. What are you looking forward to this game, you know, against the Jaguars? Are you going to be there? Are we tailgating? What's the vibe? Of course. I um, actually wasn't going to go. And then um, a friend actually gifted me a ticket. Awesome. So going to be there. Um, very excited. Gonna, of course, going to be at Thunder Alley. It's no Chargers game without Thunder Alley. Yeah. Um, and I am... Honestly, what I'm excited to see is we didn't see JC Jackson's full potential um, last week. He was still recovering a bit during that Chiefs game. Yeah. Um, but I honestly think we're going to start to see his full potential. And especially against someone like Trevor Lawrence, he's going to get wrecked by our defense. Yeah. So I'm excited to see our defense just kind of dominate because that, that's what I'm excited for. And then like, yeah. but I'm really excited to think JC, you know, he needed that time to heal and especially a 10 day break afterwards. I think he's going to go off. Yeah. Uh, able to see his full potential. Hopefully everybody comes back healthy and we start the offense starts catching up to what the defense is doing and we're going to have this really solid team this year and it's just exciting even though we're one and one it's not what about having a punter now i know right it's pretty nice pretty nice that's great he's another good one yeah it's it's so exciting so taylor it's so awesome having you on thank you so much for for you know sharing your time with us and uh can't wait to hang out with you again at thunder alley we got to do it again thunder alley it was awesome So, all right, cool. Well, we will touch base with you again, and I'm sure we'll talk soon. And uh, thank you again for your time. Of course. Thank you. Thanks for finally doing this. Absolutely. All right. Bye, Kevin. Bye. Dude, Taylor, let's go. Way to represent down in San Diego. Yeah, yeah, same same feelings on the Herbert stuff. I might have shed a tear. I'm not going to lie. I might have had a little, a little, little pop, little tear. It was, it's funny, you know, like we talk about being able to watch the game at home, you just see everything a little bit differently. And when I'm watching it and I see the pained expression on his face that you guys didn't see, it was just like, oh no, like, no, no. (laughs) Like it it really was just like a a heartbreaking moment. But uh, I mean, for the guy to get back up and to, and to kill it like he did, you know, to finish it out like he did, uh, absolute stud and clearly, you know, Thoughts and prayers are going in the right direction. And I think so far, it seems like all signs are pointing to him coming back. And I think that's partly due to you, Taylor. Yeah, I think so, too. I think she's <laughs> we got all something play going apart. on over there. We all yeah. play a part. Absolutely. And so, enjoy, enjoy the Jacksonville game. I wish we could be there. but Absolutely. En- enjoy yes. it. Yes. And yes, good to have you in the diehard bowl club, Taylor. Um, and I'm still waiting for my wedding invitation, by the way. Don't think <laughs> I, I didn't know. forget. I'm, I remember. I'll do still waiting on my wedding invitation. I'm on it. Um, 
All right. Well, folks, let's move it on now to the next segment. Ask Bolt Fam. Pretty chunky. Let's see if we can swim through this <laughs> together. This let's go. <laughs> Time to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> Guys, don't jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Both are hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Good luck, you boy. That's right, gang. It's time for Ask Bolt Fam, and we start this off with Friar Bolt DHBC. Who asked the question? Let me tell you something, brother. For three quarters, the Chargers were running wild on the Chiefs. And that Derwin James power bomb was awesome, brother. Although it wasn't the end result we wanted, the Chargers still have some positives to take from the last game. Justin Herbert is also one tough SOB, brother. Not many dudes could finish a game with a fractured rib cartilage. Let's hope he's okay and can play. Because let me ask you something. What you going to do when Herbert and thousands of screaming Charger maniacs run wild? Wild on you. Get lucky with some referees is what you do. I guess that's what you do. Yeah, you slip a little 20 in their back pocket <laughs> and call it good. Man, yeah. watching the Titans get absolutely torn apart by the Bills tonight, it makes it makes the close losses like, oh, like that sucks, but like we don't suck. No, Titans are not getting You just blown suck. Up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you suck. You bottom suck. line, you're just not good. Yeah. And how about that that power bomb? Derwin James just slamming Kelsey. Into somebody did a mural. You, one of you sent that. Yeah, I sent it to you. Yeah, somebody did somebody a mural, did a mural in, LA. in LA. It has Sick. beautiful lit the internet on fire. That that massive tackle that was just. And I, he's the best so part about strong. it. Wrong. The best part about it is Travis Kelsey having to answer to it. You know, for weeks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like every interview, <laughs> talking to his buddies in the locker room, you have to answer to getting absolutely just <laughs> tossed by Derwin James up and down. And he's a big dude. Kelsey's yeah. no joke, dude. No, that is a big That's a full boy. tight end to lift him up as a safety and then bomb him. He is insanely strong. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go, Friar Bolt. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to DRXPZKVNG. Certified fresh. Ask the question based on how you pronounce that. That's sort of my friend. Listen, I got nothing about the game, but god damn, does it feel good to see what happened to the Raiders? Oh, yes, oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I was watching that. Uh, I was watching that live on my phone, and I remember texting you boys going, like, Oh, yeah. I turned that it shit happened. off. I turned it off at <laughs> halftime. I would, went on to do some stuff, help the kids. Who would blame you? Stuff. I was like, this is over. It was and then looking you completely me one-sided, that. yeah. You texted me that, and I was like, wait, what? What do, what do you mean? What happened? Dad, I was, what? I was at Dad's house. I was in the pool with the boys, and the game was <laughs> over pretty much. Dad comes sprinting out of the house and like, oh, my God, they blew it. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Something we could, uh, could all bring us together again after yeah. a tough loss. Is oh, the yeah, suck. that's the best medicine for sure. And, and like we all said, cars, dude. Even when he has all these weapons, he's just not a good quarterback. Where's he's all showing that, that Hunter Renfro talk, too? Mm. Fumble, fumble, mm, Ruski. fumble, Ruski. Nothing against Hunter Renfro, but that was just that was ammo everyone was using against how how much they were going to beat the Chargers because of how great Hunter Renfro was. Yeah, nope, not today. But uh, Doctor Exposition. <laughs> Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Andrew Gordon, who asked the question. 
Uh, can't be too upset about the loss. Uh, Gerald Everett should have dug deep <laughs> to make the play. <sighs> At least we're not owing to like the faders. FTR. Okay, love you, bye. All right. Well, there really wasn't a question, but because he asked for an old guy trying to take a shit voice, I think I just had to do it because I wanted to make Kevin laugh. <laughs> shoot your shot. I had I to shoot it. Because I don't, you organize these and we don't see these until it's like go time. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a good request. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a good request. Yeah. Great work, Andrew. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, at least we're not alone too. We can be, we can be thankful for that. That's we're a great I, positive outlook. And yeah. seeing, oh, so here's what happened with all those Raider fans on Twitter. They were all coming out of the woodwork again when we lost. Mm. They're coming out absolutely after a whole bunch of people. And now it's like the season's over. Got we got nothing. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you suck, dude. Yeah. Go suck over there. Go suck go somewhere else. Go s- Andrew Gordon. Me, go, uh, sorry, elsewhere. <laughs> out of, out of my sight. Yes. Andrew Gordon. Thank you for not asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to MJ. Who asked the question? If there was one single player in the NFL you could slam like Derwin did to Kelsey, who would it be? Other than Derek Carr, of course. In my head, mm. I answered this Derek Carr before I saw it. <laughs> Derek Carr first. I go, uh, I go, Mahomes. I'd, I'd, I'd love to do that. I'd love to see that. Uh, can I say I can Andy Reid? Oh, I don't know if he's that strong. That's some serious. I, no, it's I don't a single know. player in the NFL. Uh, Not single buffet in the NFL. Buffet? Buffet. <laughs> I'll say Tom Brady. He'd feed, he would just literally turn into dust to go. <laughs> <laughs> I would body. Would just, yeah, it'd be gone. I'd body slam the goat. Yeah, just to What's say it? I did Is it. he okay? <laughs> he's not looking so he's good. He's not okay. He's definitely he's not, not okay. okay. No, he's not okay. And oh. he... Did you see him on the sideline throwing that uh, that Surface Pro? He was not happy about that. <laughs> Best <laughs> completion of the day. Yeah, yeah he's not okay. <laughs> he's not okay. Somebody send help. <laughs> All right. Well, any other any other player there, Kyle, that you might want to? I don't know. I can't think of a player that I hate as much as Derek Carr. Like, there's I don't like hate any of the other. None of them. None of the other ones talk crap. They just kind of mm-hmm. go play. Patrick Mahomes, I guess I would body oh. slam, but what about Hayward from last year? Who oh, who hammer fisted Herbert from Pittsburgh? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, toss that, that guy might on be, the table for that'd sure. be a that'd be a t- if he could get him up and slam him, that's just <laughs> next level status. Well, we're not right talking, there. this is just like perfect storm. We have the strength. We can make it happen. Who oh, would you yeah. body slam? If you could do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, this is Derwin. If, or would if you could slam like Derwin did to Kelsey? Oh, I thought if I just want to see Derwin slamming people, I no, took myself out of this equation. I, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. You have the strength. You sure. have the ability. Sure, you would do. Pick it. your pick Kelsey. your victim, Kelsey. There you go, Kelsey again. I just want. To, yeah, I'll do it again. <laughs> Double down. All right, MJ. Thank you for asking the question. Come Let's here, move big it boy. on now to. <laughs> Let's move it on now to Leo. Leo. Who asked the question? Sid White 80. Sid (laughs) Hut. Oh boy, another interception. Thank God those bitch ass referees have our backs. How do you guys feel about these amazing calls from the refs helping me and the Queefs win? That definitely was an illegal contact call. And that Asante pick was definitely not a pick. Anyways, I have to get back to Miss Piggy. 
I mean Andy <laughs> Reid. <laughs> Can't love you. Bye. P.S. Justin Herbert, my daddy, and how about them Raiders? Dude, you do a solid Kermit. We don't, I know, we don't that get that request enough. I like Mahomes. That. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to tell the difference. Sometimes. Kermit the Mahomes. <laughs> uh, yeah, those those stupid-ass calls, man. And I mean, was like, we, sh- yeah. we should have won anyways. It was the pick six that had nothing to do with the referees that cost us the game. Sure. Yeah. And, and like you said earlier, like they're not rep, you know, replicable. You can't redo that. You know. What yeah. I mean? The Chiefs can't hope that just happens every time. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, yeah that that Asante pick, man. I swear to God, that was a pick. And uh, and there was one that happened on Sunday as well that was very similar that got ruled an interception. Yes. So it's like, come on, let's put these side by Bezos, side. Bezos made a call. He wanted the first prime game to be a Chiefs W. It is what it is. It is what it is. He does Leo, everything. Yeah. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Gavin Gibson. Gavin! Who asked the question? Even though it wasn't the result we wanted, I'm glad with how the team played on the whole. Defense was great and we're screwed over two interceptions getting curled back in a crazy pass interference on a defensive player who was thrown to the ground. I might be too shamelessly positive, but I still think we are a team to be feared this season. The only worry I have is Herbert's injury. Do you think he will play through the pain like an absolute dog that he is? Also, do you think he'll come back with a vengeance after that shocking loss? Hope you're feeling better, Wooldog. As always, bolt up, guys. Bring on next week. Kale of you, bye. Feel a little better there, Gavin. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I'm still coughing here and there, but I'm, uh, I'm on the up. I'm on the upswing. On the up. There's nothing right. quite like a palate cleanser of a new game. You know what I mean? I'm oh, just for thinking sure, about that. Yeah. I'll just erase all the previous week's bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah, I Herbert's injury, am I worried about it? I mean, there were other players. I think Tony Romo talking about how, like, he got his, you know, rib cartilage fractured and played through the whole season. And so I'm not I'm not necessarily worried about it. Obviously, I don't want Herbert to be hurt, and we don't want him having any kind of hindrance on his play. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he'll absolutely play through the pain like an absolute dog. I agree. Yeah. Woof, woof. woof. Gavin. Thank you for asking the question. Thanks, Let's move it on now to Hangry Seth, who asked the question. Look here, sugar daddies and sugar mamas. Would I be the only one to think Herbo should sit the Jags game out? Let me know what you think. <laughs> Elvis has left the building. Okay, love you, bye. And you do an Elvis, too. Well, well thank you very much. Um, <laughs> wow, so, there's something new every day. Herbert sitting out against the Jags. Do you see any benefits? from that other than more rest time for Herbert. I just don't think it's going to heal in a week and a half. Yeah. You know? right. So it's, it's like if he's going to play in the next two or three weeks, you kind of just suck it up and play right away <clears throat> and take our shot. I, the Jags are not to be taken lightly. They just beat the Colts 24 to nothing. Yeah. yeah. This, was is big, not, this is not, this is not a Yeah. This is not a, a bad walkover football team. Um, so you can't just assume you're going to get a win and by playing Chase Daniel. So, um, I think if he's healthy enough to play, he's going to play. Yeah. Yeah, he's not going to make it worse, right? Like that's the whole, that's usually say, the big thing with injuries is you, you can't make it, if you can't make it worse, you might as well go play. Right. It, it, with it being a fracture as opposed to a break. 
if it was a break, that would be we'd be talking a different broken story. Ribs, right yeah, now. you like puncture your lung and do oh, all if he has broken ribs, he's shit. out. He is out for six to eight weeks. You're not doing yeah. nothing. Yeah, and nothing. So, well, there you go, Hangry Seth. Thank you very much for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Bolt Bill Seven One Four. Nice. Who asked the question? Hello, CC gang. Forgive me for being late with my question. I was out fighting crime in Sin City and collecting those delicious Raider fan tears after the game. <laughs> Better than moonshine, I'll tell you, with all the alcohol consumed by those mofos. Just gives it such an exquisite taste. Top shelf. Anyways, after seeing those clowns and their head coach Josh McDonald's choke as terrible as they did, it's made me feel better about our loss at Kansas City. Raiders are now 0-2. And they're getting the beatings, not that they deserved, but the ones they needed. <laughs> Those disgusting, filthy criminals have begun to turn on each other and their team. It's beautiful to see them in last place in the division. But enough about them. Casey was f***ing awesome. Glad we got to meet and hang out in Mini Thunder Rally. I, for one, definitely got Thunder <laughs> Yes, we lost. And we saw our bulletproof hero momentarily fall. But he rose up like a god and fought with all his might. Yes, Justin Herbert showed the whole world he is one tough son of a gun to take down. All I can say is it was amazing to see in person. And it was so worth traveling to see Derwin pick that big son of a bitch Kelsey <laughs> and Spinebuster the f*** out of him. My question is, even if Justin is willing to play and he's willing to tolerate the pain, should they allow him to play? Or should the better choice be to hold him off? In your opinion, can we do without him versus the Jags? And who are you putting in? Chase or Stick? As always, f*** those pirate hookers and their bitch-ass QB. Kill everybody. Both of will. Okay. Stop writing long scripts with a voice like this. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's amazing we met him in uh mini thunder alley and hung out for a while he's awesome awesome dude yes sorry i didn't get to see you there bolt bill i wish i could have been there to give you a high five but uh yeah we got uh, thunder that's for sure definitely <laughs> <a good> <laughs> um all right well if herbert for some reason doesn't play and it's a toss-up between chase daniel or easton stick who in your opinion would be the one to pick I've kind of thought about it. I feel like in-game injury, you need to throw a guy out there. I think it's Chase Daniels. Um, just as having a lot more playing experience and a vet can kind of go in there. I think if you have a week to prep, I think Easton Stick gives you just more upside. Like if you have a week to put in plays that are a little bit more run-specific, rolling guy out of the pocket, hmm. more RPOs, read options. Um, I think Easton gives you a better option, but it does change the offense quite a bit. I feel like with Chase Daniel, you can run the same offense. It's just not as effective because he doesn't have the he doesn't have the arm strength that Justin has. So mm -hmm. I think if you have if you make the decision now, I would love I would like to see Easton sick at the start. If it's going to come down to game time, see how he feels, then I think it's Chase Daniels. I think the defense, if this were to happen, which God, I hope it doesn't. I think Chase Daniels is the move. Because he's more reliable, you know, there were some stick decisions that he made during the preseason that led to interceptions and stuff. If you if you don't have Justin, you let we have a defense now that you can let him shut the game down. 
And you just need somebody that's going to get us 17 points. And hopefully the defense just locks them up. So I think that's the alternate, you know, the alternate way of going about it. Hopefully that's not the case, but that's probably what I would, what I would say. I would agree with both of those. It's just Chase Daniel. There's no S. Yeah. Silly guys. Sorry. Chase Daniels. That's Chase weird. Daniel. It should be Daniels for sure. It's been his name his whole life. It doesn't matter <laughs> what it's it got is. Two first it's not, names. That's not what it should do. That. Yeah, that's just a straight up first name. You can't have two first names. All right. Well, there there's you many, go. Both. There's many a Daniel that came before him. <laughs> Daniels. And many more that will come after him. Boltville 714. Thank you for asking the question. Yeah, Let's buddy. move on now to OM Run. <laughs> he went like Robert De Niro on me. <laughs> so much fresh. Who asked the question? Do you think the team will come together or fall apart because of Herbert's injury? It was shocking to see him hurt and no one on the team caring like they did for Parham. He's QB10 for fuck's sake over here. All right. So I, I don't know. Like when a, when a quarterback goes down, normally you see like the lineman going over to kind of like help him up. And but I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a, if he's like banged up and they're helping him get up. Yeah. Or if he's really, really hurt and they're bringing out a stretcher, then people will go over. I don't think there is a lack of respect for Justin Herbert on the, in the chargers locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think it was a, Oh, he got banged up. The doctor and coached it with him. We'll see how this goes. And then he got up and walked off the field and mm-hmm. he was back in in a play. So it's, I don't know. I think I, I, I didn't read into that. I didn't see it like that. Now maybe did I want to give I him was, a hug? Yes. Would we have all given him a hug? hundred yeah. percent. But they did I want to really be like a parent in uh, youth sports and run down onto the field and take him to yeah. the doctor? Sure. Did but, I want to baby bird him and give him some nutrients? Yes, I did. Okay. I wanted I to think, help him out in any way possible. <laughs> but uh, I'm not an offensive lineman. I don't see a way that this tears the team apart. Like I don't I don't know how it could divide anything. If it, if even if he doesn't play, I think the only thing he could do is bring the team together more and rally yeah. around each other and defense. Like, yeah, we got to step up, and um, I think that's all it could do is rally the team together. Hundred percent, excellent. All right, well, OM Run, thank you for asking the welcome. question. Let's move. And welcome. Let's yes, welcome. Uh, let's move it on now to Jessica Nealon, who asked the question. Certified fresh. I've never written to a podcast before, but the injury to Herbert is just too much. Do you think the team will rally around him? It could have been the broadcast, but I didn't see or feel the team supporting him at all. It was kind of upsetting, to be honest. Interesting. Double take. I got to go back and watch and see if there was some lack of support for Justin Herbert. Yeah. I, I mean, again, it's like when when a quarterback's down on the ground, clearly writhing in pain you're not going to go over me like oh come on buddy get up get up get up you know like obviously yeah. it's like hey <laughs> hurting yeah. right now like everybody just stand back like don't don't touch the man like and, maybe and, and again a, yeah i was just going to say and, and again it's a situation of like you know if a cart's coming out then everybody comes out and 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 supports but if he's just down on the ground you you let the medical staff come in and do do their thing so you don't want to get in the way of that or anything like that. Nobody's going to come down and be like, Justin, what do you need? Do you need yeah, a wet yeah. nap? Do you need a water? Do you need, do you need orange juice? Somebody get him some orange juice. Like nobody's yeah. doing like that. Like you let the doctors and the medical guys do what they need to do. I wonder so. if it's like a respect thing. 
You know what I mean? Like, give him a space. We need him back in here. Well, we don't that's kind of what Tao Justin is too, right? Yeah. Like, that's the kind of person he is. And you kind of just assume, yeah, that's not a rah-rah guy. He wants to go figure this out, see how he's feeling and get back out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to go watch it again though. Cause you know, bringing it up like that, I, I want to go have a, have another look. See, we don't see all that nope. stuff at the game. And I didn't, I didn't right. watch that, that. I know. I am excited to it. watch this Sunday at home, to be honest. I love being with the fans and in the stadium, but it's a different viewing experience for sure. 100%. Definitely different. So Jessica, thank you for asking the question. And welcome. And welcome. Let's move it on now to Fire Telesco, who asked the question. Have you noticed that Herbert hasn't been using his athleticism as much as he was last year prior to injury? Been watching all 22, multiple opportunities to run easy first downs. I mean, it's something that we've kind of talked about a little bit before. We always want to see Justin take advantage of those run opportunities, but it's hard to say if he's just not taking advantage of it if the coaching staff doesn't want him to take advantage of it uh or if he just wants to do something different like whatever whatever it is i mean the guy's the leader of the team he has the ability to do the run if he feels that he needs to and we saw him do the run on that first week and might make him a little bit more gun shy from doing those kind of runs going forward when he's he did make a few attempts at like there was a, a you know a third down where he ran like didn't get a lot of yards last week and it wasn't taking the easy stuff, but some of the, some of the easy run stuff, you can get more yard, you know, more yardage with a bomb or an awesome throw. So I think the coaches are pulling him back, honestly. Well, and I think that's what it is. I think Justin's always, he's looking to throw the ball. Even when he escapes the pocket, it's never first thought as tuck and run. That's when big explosive plays happen. We see it with Patrick Mahomes. Like you get out of the pocket, Aaron Rodgers, you get a little bit more time. Your receivers can get open. So I think on the flip side, if he's tucking and running a lot, we're like, what the hell? Why isn't he looking downfield to throw the ball? Um, so there's a little bit of a, in a predicament, like, yeah, I, I watching live, you see times where there's open field. Cause you have, we have an end zone view in both the games that we went to. You can mm-hmm. see the open field, but then he'll throw absolute laser for 50. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, I think he has been told like, look, this is a 17 game season. And we want to win four more and win a Super Bowl. We don't need you getting hurt running the ball on first and 10 because you could pick up eight. Um, so, yeah, I think there is definitely a sense of like, nope, you're not a running quarterback. Look to throw the ball always. Right. But it, and then at the same time, it's, like, it's not like he's throwing the ball away. How many times have you no, seen him yeah. just escape the pocket and Phillip Rivers it? You know, like not much, he's yeah. not just throwing it away. He's he's either make he's either trying to run or he's trying to find someone downfield. Yeah, big time. Excellent analysis there. Fire Telesco, thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Carl Bolingtoft. Bolingtoft. Who asked the question? Did you see that Tampa Bay interception yesterday? Was I the only one getting some ASJ on Thursday vibes? Was I the only one feeling extra bitter when that was allowed to stand? Well, will Herbo play Sunday? Should he? Can Chase get the job done? I don't know. <laughs> what voice is that? I like that voice. It's a it's an old <laughs> it's a he referenced the Simpsons. There was a guy that went, Yes! I had a stroke and <laughs> is referencing another older comedian bit from black and white days. So I don't know the guy's name. I just know him as the yes guy from the Simpsons. Um 
That was good. But yeah, we talked yeah, about so it. Yeah. He's talking about the catch, Kev, that you saw the interception yeah, that yeah. got reviewed and was confirmed an interception. Mm-hmm. Of course, it was Tampa Bay. Tom, Tom Brady's going to get all that crap. So, yeah, right. Lucky, lucky. It just feels like the NFL sometimes is very rigged. But um, yeah, I don't know. I was bitter. I was not happy about that. I think, again, I think Herbo's playing Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I think if they're weird, I think he is too. But if there's a world where he can't, he can't go, I think Chase can still win us that game. I, I really do. Especially if our defense, that they, they're going to have conversations that if he doesn't go, it is on them to make that game happen for us. So that could be a catalyst, you know, a catalyst for something else for this defense. So mm-hmm. I, I'm expecting Herbert to play, but if it doesn't, there are positives you can look at that could happen from that. All right. Well, there you go. Carl Bolingtoff, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to CBT Expert 521. Survive Fresh. Who asked the question? Isn't it crazy to think that last season our offense was the one bailing out our defense out? And now this season, it seems to be the exact opposite. Ooh-ha. <laughs> I was expecting a hoo-ha up here. You brought a hoo-ha down here. I got a, I got a zig when you think I'm supposed uh, to zag. Caught me off guard. That was good. Mm. Yeah, we talked about this earlier. Like the fact that this defense is like, still think one of the best in the league now after seeing them play. You know, you we're getting a better sample size of what they're, you know, who they're going and up special against. Special teams and special, and special teams. teams. They yes. shut. They pretty much shut down Mahomes. The first half, they pretty much shut down Mahomes. So. Mm-hmm. I was it was fun to watch and yeah it's crazy I, and I think this offense is going to get its rhythm and find it's gotta itself. find the groove it, it yeah. does it takes more than a couple games to really be hitting all cylinders and it might and, take longer now with with Herbert's injury so so we just need them to be even more elite everybody just be patient we can win in multiple happen. ways now which is, which is right. always what New. you want yeah. yeah we will scheme accordingly CBT expert 521 thank you for asking the question let's move it on now to Nicholas Francis and shout out to Blonded Surfer and House yeah. of Hain. Oh, hey, guys. But you guys pretty much all ask the same question. I'm going with Nicholas Francis, and it goes like this. Do you guys think we need to move on from OC Joe Lombardi and get a real offensive coach? Staley got our defense playing lights out, but after watching a lot of these other ASC teams go deep, why aren't we? I mean, we got Mother Love and Herbert fully loaded. Let's go deep. So, yeah, I mean, it's an obvious observation. We didn't see, you know, we're not seeing Jalen Guyton go out there very often for for the deep balls. Um, Joe Lombardi is getting a ton of criticism in Reddit, on Twitter. Um, Do you think it's warranted, Kyle? When's the last time an OC didn't get a lot of heat? No matter what, everyone loves <laughs> offense and everyone is an offensive coordinator because they've played Madden before. So they're going to yeah. get heat no matter what. Um, I, Yeah, you would you would think that there would be a an element of the game that is focused on the deep ball where we take a few more shots. Um, But I also, the great quarterbacks don't force it. Um, right. How many interceptions may, does Justin have? Right, he has one and that was a five-yard pass that shouldn't have been picked but exactly it's if the route's not if the route is being run and he's not throwing it that's not on that's not on Lombardi mm-hmm. if the route's being run and he's not throwing it because someone else is open like are we upset at Justin's quarterback play 
No. He's over 100 QB rating the last two games. He has six touchdowns and one interception, averaging 300 yards a game. What, like, I understand, like, the big, the deep ball. You, it's a big part of the game. Coach Daly has talked about it, even in interviews and in all in stuff. And it is a part of the game, but Justin Herbert's not just going to toss the ball downfield. And, and when we are the better team, you know, like, right. sometimes those are desperation throws. Now, I agree. I think it should be, I think you should take some more chances. Um, and that's where we've been a little bit, but I mean, we have, we've had some deep balls. Like Mike Look Will's the, got a couple in this last game and the Carter game um, and the last drive. Like that was a huge, huge throw. Keenan like, had that huge one against the Raiders that zipped right over a defender's head. Right. Um, it, it, it is weird. Um, I think it's the intermediate, that middle, middle of the field stuff that we haven't seen that we normally see a little bit more of right now. The, the throws seem like they're in that. 15 and under instead of that 15 to 30, the deep balls come here and there, but it's that, that middle range that we haven't seen a whole lot of, um, for whatever reason, the look that the defense, I mean, we played two teams that run too high to take away deep balls. Mm-hmm. Um, and we nickel and dimed our way down the field. So I don't know. I'm not upset with the offense. We need to score more points, but this last game we would have scored 31 if it hadn't been for a pick six that we threw at the two yard line. So yeah. you scored 30 points in the NFL. Things are looking good. And just let's hurry up on the goal line. That's really my annoyance with that, with our offense. Or if you do game. it, run the freaking football. You yeah. hurry up and run the ball. They're tired. I understand trying to do pace, whatever it is. But don't don't go full Pete Carroll and throw the ball <laughs> yeah. at the goal line. Never go yeah. full. Never go full Carroll. Never and if you do throw it, throw a fade ever. to Mike Williams. Trust him to go catch the ball. Yeah. Right. Get Slants 50, at the two-yard balls. line just historically don't work. And and we didn't talk about that too much, but I literally had binoculars on on Everett after he had a huge play that got him down to that, and he literally was waving to come off the field, like please get me off this field. Right. Why that isn't translated in the huddle? Like he is f-ing tired, he's not going to say anything to Justin, but that needs to be communicated. That that just the bottom line. Yeah, no, they it's on the players on the- as much as it is the coaches. Like, dude, I get me the fuck out of here. I, I'll be a tough football player, but I'm not. I'm I'm a liability right now because I'm so tired. Yeah, yeah, no, they mentioned that on the broadcast too. It was pretty apparent that like, hey, I gotta get off the field, and okay, well, I guess I'm in this play, and went downhill from there. But yeah, um, all right. Well, Nicholas Francis, blonde surfer in House of Hain, thank you guys for asking the question. Let's move it on now to chuck it in the bucket. Fresh, maybe That's I knew you would name. like that. Who asked the question? <laughs> in the bucket. Well, this team is one of maybe eight that can say they have Super Bowl potential. Do you think the Bolts could get there in spite of Lombardi or in part because of him? I don't think you're going to get to a Super Bowl in spite of an offensive coordinator. Um, <laughs> yeah. you, you can only do so much to overcome an offensive coordinator. They're in control of everything that goes on in the offense. And so far from what I've seen, Justin's not up there manipulating too much. He'll give a kill every once in a while, but that just kills it to the run play that was called in the huddle. So I don't, it's going to be, uh, if if we get to a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl, it will be because Lombardi had a great season calling plays and knows our personnel and knows where we need to get the ball. And the season is still new, guys. Like, let let let's let this happen a little bit longer, and not you know immediately react to like let's get rid of him. There's nothing good will come from getting rid of him. Not a single thing is going to be helpful for Justin. This season, he's any, the guy. 
if you tr- pull him now, it ruins everything on offense. You're not going to have yeah. a coordinator come in, reinvent the wheel on a no. preparation week for a game. Like, no. It's just not going to happen. Right. So get realistic about that at least, and let's get behind them, and hopefully they they work out some of these kinks and get this thing humming. We and love we want to see forty point games, but that's just maybe not the realistic nature of what this offense is going to be this year with how good our defense is. We're punting, we're doing other stuff that we didn't have to do last year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And in the thirty weeks that we don't have NFL football, we could talk about the change in the offensive coordinator. Yeah, it's just not going to happen right now. No, yeah. I, he's not going anywhere. So I just, I think we should just get comfortable with that. Let's idea. get behind him. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Chuck it in the bucket. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Gorilla Glue 89. Nice. Certified fresh. Who asked the question? Good year. After seeing a bunch of teams go one and one, <laughs> do you feel better about Thursday's outcome? Uh, <laughs> I I don't know if I would say better. I mean, I just feel good about it overall. You know, it's a tough AFC West is a tough division to be in and to actually go one and one. I mean, to lose to the Chiefs is different. If we if we would have lost to the Raiders, we would be feeling completely different. Right I feel now. like a horseshit right now. If that were the case, yeah, it would it would be a different ball of wax. So to go one and one and have the one win be against the Raiders. I mean, to lose their yeah. house, like on the road, it, that's yeah. that's a game that they are supposed to win that we should have stolen from them. Right, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't care about other teams going one and one. It's 17 game season. You're going to hit games where you lose a right. bad game. It right. just happens to everybody. Right. So it's, it's not backbreaking. It's not even slowed down my confidence in the team, to be honest. It's I just, a little. it was a speed bump. And here we go on to the Jags. This one exactly. I needed I needed a few days to get to like my mindset where I needed to be. The only things that bum me out about this game, honestly, is Justin getting hurt and that interception. Everything else felt very I was happy with. Like just as a Charger fan. I, am I bummed we didn't get those interceptions? Sure. But that wasn't gonna seal the deal on that game. I think we, we still, still should have won. Still should have beat right. that team. So I, I like how we played on defense. I like how we were humming on offense. Uh, in the beginning, and then it just kind of, you know, it, it was what it was at the end. But that overall, I'm feeling good about it. I just, I would feel even better about it if Justin was, you know, we knew a little bit more about Justin. Like, we need like a Twitter, like Justin Watch 2022. Like, give us all the updates. Somebody like get real creepy and follow him around and, you know, let us know what's going on because we all want to know. Get on it, Megan. Come on, Megan. All right. Gorilla Come on, Taylor. Glue. We're counting on you, Taylor. You got this. Gorilla Glue 89, thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Pokemaniac Kev. Yeah, certified fresh. Who asked the question? <laughs> Hello, my friend. Uh, first time here with a question I ask to you, my boy, Wooly Doggy. If and when <laughs> the Bolts make the playoffs, will you dye your beard powder blue? <laughs> Too low, baby? Okay. How about the AFC Championship? <laughs> Thanks. Bye for now. What do you think, Wool Dog? I've seen you dye you, your man. beard before. We were at Kyle's state championship game. You dyed your beard. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> you think I'm afraid to dye my beard blue? You just are don't ask him to cut it. Sorely mistaken, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just don't ask me to cut it. Yeah. I'll dye it funky colors. I'm all about that. I'm, I mean, look, it's like, it's already white. Like, is it going to, 
tell me this is going to get worse? Like, come on. <laughs> just this powder blue, just this part right here. And yeah, then just, each week as we win, you just, it's like an it advent calendar. Blooms. You just get more blue. <laughs> it's like an advent calendar. <laughs> each one, open a door, more blue. I love it. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. Pokemaniac Kev. Absolutely. Playoff? I will absolutely. Powder blue. Yeah. Playoffs, AFC championship, the whole shebang. Yeah. It will get bigger and better with every playoff win. <laughs> uh, thank you for You're asking welcome. the question and welcome. And we go out of Ask Bold Fam with Buckle another up. chapter from Senior Snappy <laughs> in the Wooldog story. Let's go. If you haven't been paying attention, where folks, did we leave off? I forgot. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like I was trying to find a bathroom and, and that's where we left off. And then you, you jumped, you went through a wall, right? We talked no. about weaponizing my shit. I do remember <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so well, let's see if you haven't let's been paying see. attention, senior snappy's been writing chapters of a story involving me you trying to find a bathroom. I've eaten some, some bad stuff and it's <laughs> gone right through me. And there's a, what is a mob boss in, involved here somewhere as yeah, well? A cartel, a, cartel boss. A I'm cartel sure. boss and a dog. You're in Mexico now. And my dog, Wolpero Jr. <laughs> yeah, Wolpero Jr. <laughs> so let's see where this goes. Let's go. In this next chapter. I believe you actually play a part in here, Kyle. So I hope you're ready oh, to no. bust out some acting chops. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so much confidence. Break a leg. Here we go. So, Wooldog, you cheated fate once again. Eldon forgave your impolite words, keeping his vengeful hombres from defending his honor. Look, man, I'm just trying to survive here, wherever this is. Hmm, a survivor. El sobreviviente. We shall call you. But what of Wuldog Jr.? You've sacrificed so much for him, yet you are no closer to the freedom you both crave. Hey, Ricardo, as much as I appreciate the company, don't you have somewhere else to be? There's no refuge for you in Tijuana, Wuldog. You know this by now, but I leave you to your task. Ah, oh, finally, thank God. Whoa, man, what is this? Ricardo left his sapphire-encrusted iPhone just sitting here. What a douche. Hey, wait a minute. Calling you, Kyle. Oh, sorry. I, I forgot. I'm a part of this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bulldog, where the heck are you? Haven't you seen the news? Nah, I've been busy. New baby, football season, saving the planet from evil. Look, buddy, can you pick me up? I don't know. My back's still kind of hurting. No, no, no. Retrieve me with your car. Why don't you just call Kevin? I never made it to Missouri. I'm in Tijuana. TJ, what are you doing in TJ? Look, you'll have to go back to episode 163. I'll fill you in on the rest when you get there. Okay, just hang tight. I'll be right down. Oh, Kyle. Yeah? Bring your tools. I I'm kind of in a sticky situation down here. 
Well, well, Wooldog, I see you are making the most of your resources, but you must know you have asked the coach to join you on a road to certain peril. He is an innocent man. How could you do this? And what will you tell him if he can get you out? Dun, 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 dun. Dun. <laughs> oh, great. Wow, wow. All right. Oh. Well, f Kyle's now roped into this. We're going to have to work on maybe do some oh, acting you, lessons you for the just next one. Wait. Get ready. Your time, your time is coming. I'm, I know I'm, it. I can feel it. Yeah. That's I, my, yeah, this has I feel to like I'm going to make an entrance later. Sometime later. We'll see. Some grand entrance, yes. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah. What? Uh, he's in this man. How could you do this? And what will you tell him? I'm going to tell him the truth. I'll be like, dude, this is messed up. <laughs> Shit, my pants. my pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These guys are trying to kill me. Right. It's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Wooly would hide the fact that he crapped in his pants to me. Mm -mm, like, no. Yeah, I'm in a spot. Give me a change of clothes. I'm in a jam. <laughs> Tijuana. <laughs> and to be fair, I mean, Kyle would be closer in that situation there, Kev. As yeah, that's true. I would call you. Yeah. Yeah. If I want if I want action quickly, I need to call Kyle, whoever's in closer distance. So um, all right. Well, shit. Senior Snappy, thank <laughs> no you intended. for giving us another <laughs> another chapter in the Wooldog story. Where will it where will it go next? Tune in in a couple episodes to find out, because I'm sure Senior Snappy's writing fervently right now. <laughs> fervently. Look it up. Um, all <laughs> right. Well. Thank you, Senior Snappy, and thank you, everybody, for asking questions and Ask Bolt Fam. It's because of you folks. You make this episode what they are. We really do appreciate it. Um, but I think that's going to do it for this episode of Charger Chat. Any final thoughts there, gentlemen? No, I'm ready for this all-in on Friday. I want to see the behind-the-scenes right. on those two games so bad. Yes. Pray for Justin. Pray. And pray for Justin, pray for folks. Sweet, if you have ribs, sweet ribs, cartilage to donate, donate it. <laughs> You can have mine. I don't, I don't think he needs any. But <laughs> keep 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 your thoughts and prayers with, with Justin's and peas. That's what we ribs. talk about. Um, all right, gang. Well, that's gonna do it for us here at Charger Chat. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. And now a word from our sponsors. Is your back out of whack? Do you want it to be? Then visit Derwin James Spinal Adjustment Center. Whether you need it adjusted or busted, the Derwin James Spinal Adjustment Center can help you today. Don't delay. Call the Derwin James Spinal Adjustment Center today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.